morning, America, and good morning, Australia. It's the top of the hour, and you're here with Radio Tony, and I'm your host, Tony Lontis. This is The Soul of Business with Damien Papworth. And just a reminder for those that you view that are listening on live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, we have Payo ready to take your questions, comments, and send you links from anything that we talk about on the show today. Don't forget that you can listen to the replays of the show on YouTube and Binge TV across the US and the Tony TV channel app available on all LG, Roku and Samsung smart TVs worldwide. Now, this is the fourth in our series of shows with entrepreneur and businessman Damien Papworth. And we're going to be talking about a new way of doing business. And as Damien says, we want to change the world. Um, Now, Damien came on the show last week and it was his birthday and I didn't know. So I think that we should all have a round of applause for Damien for his belated birthday last week. Happy belated birthday, Damien. Thanks, Tony. (laughs) Now, this series of shows is about a different way of doing business. And I'm really glad that I get to partner with Damien and and tell you about the soul of business, because from a personal perspective, I believe that in the next 10 years, we will see a different way of doing things. I think humanity will become more connected to soul and spirit. And in doing so, we will evolve into nicer beings. And at the head of that is Damien's desire to change the world and change the way that we do business. And just for clarity, I am doing Damien's uh, first course of seeker training under the Soul of Business Academy. And I have to say, it's life-changing. So welcome back to the show, Damien. We're delighted to have you here. And today we're going to walk through the framework of the soul of business. Last week, we talked about the universal laws and how they interact with business and life. And this week, we're going to be talking further around the soul of business framework. So the audience gets to understand this amazing journey that this training takes you on. Um, Damien, you've got slides to share with us today, so I'll just check that. uh, Yep. Do you want to start the show with the slides or shall we talk first? Um, Why don't we do the slides and maybe let that guide the conversation? Fantastic. Okay, so we'll just check that Damien can share those slides. Yes, there we go. How's I love that? the simplicity. That's fantastic, Damien. Thank <laughs> you. So on our screen. <laughs> so today, listeners, we're going to be talking about the framework that Damien developed around the soul of business. And it's a wonderfully simple concept that shows you the interlinking components of that framework. So, Damien, in the centre, the very centre, of course, is the soul of uh, business itself. Yeah. So we'll get to the centre at the end because that's where everything hangs together. But, yeah, so the idea is obviously with this, I mean, this is a a pretty simple Venn diagram. 
Um, and obviously when all elements come together, something very special happens and that's what we're, we're trying to get to. Agree. Mm -hmm. um, let's start right from the centre of right of the framework, which is yeah. a component called fulfilled purpose. Damien, in terms of purpose and business, in traditional business, we don't always tap into our, our purpose. And so I want to know why it's important that we should start with fulfilled purpose. Yeah, so I think um, I think when I when I think about uh, business, you know, a business of purpose uh, or bringing purpose into business, I think that with the people that we are, the people that want to bring this stuff to the world, we usually have a very um, intuitively we know when things are right and wrong and when things are working and not. We, we, we do well to listen to our intuition. Um, yes. So when I start, you know, the first three elements of the solar business, I think I, I really want us, because what we do is we, we, we get told not to listen to it because there's facts and figures. And so yeah. we make decisions that yeah. aren't guided by our intuition. Um, yes. And I actually, at some point, I actually started because I kept on doing this, I kept on being told and, and getting guidance to do the right thing for my direction. Yeah. Um, and I'd ignore it and do what, you know, you know business normal stuff requires. Yep. And, and yep. it had been a disaster. And I actually started <laughs> on, the, on my phone, I started keeping notes. My intuition was this, and I did this yes. because, because of these uh -huh. reasons. And the reasons were always logical, but it never worked. Like ninety nine percent of the times, it was the wrong decision. If I'd have just gone with my gut, um, and I yes. think the sense of fulfilling our purpose. So the first three elements of the solar business framework is really tapping into that that wisdom that we have innate with all of us, and yeah. you know, going down a path of fulfilling our purpose is super important. Like we know when we're fulfilling, fulfilling our purpose, it sort of wells up within within us. You know, we see it around us yeah. and we feel amazing because that's what we're here to do. You know, we, we enter that state yeah. of flow where we're just doing what we're supposed to be here for. So that's yeah. the first thing we really look look for. Um, are we getting that sense of fulfilled purpose? And if we're not, while we're in business with our purpose work, we need to change something. Yeah. So that's the first so element. that's the first. Yeah, yep. so that's the feeling that wells up inside us. I think we're all pretty good at understanding what that one means. The next one's a yeah. bit harder for us. Yes. Yes. And the next component is called um, appreciated value. And uh, this is where solopreneurs and people with gifts in business get a little off track. And, Damien, I want you to tell the audience about appreciated value. Yes, so appreciated value is, like we've talked about over the previous weeks, um, a little bit about how, you know, flows of money and resources are, is actually a, a flow of energy, a state of karma. You know, what we put out comes mm -hmm. back. Um, I think yeah. we lose sight of that because, you know, in our industry, we're working from the soul. You know, we're working from the heart. We're, yeah. giving, we're giving to the world what we're supposed to be giving. And it feels um, like sometimes it feels like we're cheapening our gift by expecting money back, which is, you know, money's a thing that has connotations like the root of all evil and stuff like that. So when we take this transactional thing back, it doesn't feel great. But it doesn't yeah. feel great because our mind's in the wrong spot. 
our mind thinks it's a root of all evil or mind think our mind thinks that you know i've, I've had someone tell me that they've taken a vow of poverty in a previous life and it doesn't yeah. work taking money because of that but we've got these things going on that taking um isn't a good feeling and part of it is because we're here to serve you know we're in service and service yes. is about giving not taking but the problem, there's two problems with that. We really need to get the appreciated value element 100% right because there's two points to it. The first point is for the people we serve. If we don't take yes. back fair value for what we give, they won't value what we give. Now, and the yes. problem, with, and the problem with that is that, you know, it's not. It's our responsibility to give our gifts to people. It's their responsibility to do yeah. something with it to make sure that they get the healing they need or they get the learning they need or they get the, you know, the development they need. You know, the, what we give yeah. actually gives people an opportunity, but it's not our responsibility to do that responsibility. It's theirs. Now, if they yeah. don't value what we give because they don't actually give us value back, they're not going to do their part of yes. the job because there's no, they don't feel value. So it's really, really important that, you know, if you paid $5 for a course, you probably wouldn't do it. It was given to you for free, you probably wouldn't do it. If you spent $3,000 on it, you're gonna make it work. You're gonna make it, you know, you're gonna go through it because it hurt a little bit to give that up, that 3,000, it, it would cost yes. you something. So, and this is the, yes. this is really important with appreciated value that, um, you know, we. We're all about completing circles of development, completing circles of growth, the completing circles of healing. And if we don't get that value back, um, the circle won't be complete by them. And it's actually counterintuitive because we give up our value for nothing or for little, they get yeah. zero value because they don't do their bit. So the little we do no, charge. Yeah, absolutely. It's the little important. bit we do charge is actually too much because they don't do yeah. their bit, they don't get the value because they, they don't close the circle. So it's important we value ourselves properly and get that value back because that means that the people we serve get the full value of our service also. It's all connected. Yeah, absolutely. Now this, and the second part of appreciated value is, you know, one of the first things we talked about is that quote from David Orr that inspires me, you know, about the world doesn't yes. need more successful people, it needs you know, the, the healers, the dreamers, the storytellers and lovers of all kind, that quote there. And, you know, one of the, yeah. the premises for the soul of business is that if it's us that are successful, imagine what the world will look like. Now, yeah. the, the picture of us being successful is us drawing resources and influence so that we can do more. Yeah. Now, if we're, if we're not getting the appreciated value, we're not going to be drawing these resources to us. So if we're not drawing resources to us, we're going to have a second job or a third job. We're not going to be living in our purpose. We're not going to be able to grow. We're not going to be able to, you know, invest in that healing temple we want to invest in because we don't have the resources. So we're not actually living our purpose to fulfillment. So really, really important that we draw these resources to us and do that properly. Yeah, yeah. And that's all tied in with appreciated value, which links to your purpose and then links to the next element, which is change that matters. And Damien, how do you determine change that matters? So if you think about fulfilled purpose, what's gonna make us feel that way? Uh -huh. 
it's going to be making change. Making change. Making change that matters. So, you know, sometimes, you know, we think about, you know, Mother Teresa, for example, her making change that matters. It doesn't have to be that. You know, it just... It doesn't have to be that big, does it? No, it has to be that heartfelt thank you with the tear in the eye because you gave your soul to someone and, you know, it made a change, like make a massive change. And it could be sitting down with a coffee, it could be a treatment, it could be, you know, you know, a music lesson, um, it could be helping someone get past something that they're stuck with, it could be a conversation on the phone, it doesn't matter. But, you know, when we when we absolutely see that we've made change that matters, that's what feeds our sense of fulfillment. That's what, that's what, and when we're doing it in our purpose work, that's when we start to feel that, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing on the earth. We're here, we're doing yeah. what we're supposed to be doing. We're living our purpose. So and these this, three... Sorry, Tony. Sorry, Damien. This this comes back to your purpose. So the soul of business is about your purpose and your um, desire to make change in the world and your desire to do business in a different way that's less heartless and less transactional. And those first three elements... Um, all feed in together and what happens when we don't get these first three elements right in business Damien? Yeah so I think to to speak about what happens when they don't get right let's speak first about what happens when they do get right Um, I mean for me when I see how I see change that matters we talked about this last week I think um, is Tony Mm. when, when you send me a text message saying I did what you said and I got a client and I'm so excited you know, that kind of thing when you get proof that something <laughs> works and that's fed back to me. That Those messages really feed me. Um, but what happens What happens is, so you feed me with that um, change that matters. You know, you, you prove yes. to me that I'm making change that matters. That feeds my sense yeah. of fulfilling purpose. And then I see the money flow in, which means that I can do more marketing yes. or I can build the next course or whatever. So that starts to yeah. cut into place so what happens is we get we end up on this you know spiral of growing momentum growing momentum growing momentum because when we when we you know when we get these little hints that we're on the right path because people are giving us positive feedback that gives us inspiration mm-hmm. to keep going and then we do a bit more when we do a bit more all of a sudden yeah. a bit more money comes in the door so or more resources come in the door or more of something comes in the door so we have more of what we need to do the next step so we do more yeah. and then we get more feedback that we're on the right path because we're impacting people's lives and that makes us feel like that we're fulfilling our purpose and it just starts spiraling and spiraling and it's super, super exciting and, you know, you, you lose Absolutely hours. Absolutely it is. You lose hours of sleep because you don't need them. You know, you're so inspired and enthusiastic <laughs> and energetic that you're just, you're bouncing out of bed hours before you thought you would. So yeah. that's what yeah. happens when it gets right. You get on this real spiral of momentum. When you lose one, it's a block. Everything stops. So you lose appreciated value. You're giving all your time and not getting resources back. What happens? We need to go get a job so you can, you know, buy your groceries. Keep going. So it pulls that away and the spiral works the other way. It goes backwards. You know, if you feel, if you're not making change, you know, feel like you're not making any change in the world, that's going to completely remove your sense that you're living a purpose. You know, if you lose your sense of fulfilling a purpose, you just lose interest and you go find something else. So you've, you've either got this spiraling momentum, building, 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 which is super exciting and inspiring and all that kind of stuff, or you, you basically have a blockage and things will either stop completely. And you've got to do something else, about that. Or you have to change yeah. something. That's right. 
Well, Daniel, so that's... if those elements are right, there's an energy and momentum around your business, isn't there? Absolutely. You'll end up with this massive fire in your belly that you just you just keep going and going and going. And things that get in the way are little things that you just find solutions to and they don't even matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still, have, you still have stress and all that kind of stuff, but it just comes and goes, comes and goes, comes and goes. Yes. And it's all just, yeah. you know, gets run over by this amazing sense of, you know, drive and momentum and purpose and gratitude and joy for what's going on. Which is a very good place to be doing life from. It's a very good it's place to be doing anything from. It is, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damien, the next um, big chunk of the soul of business is around transformational alignment. And it's about aligning our minds, hearts, and souls uh, with the business needs. How does this make our business grow? Yeah, okay, cool. So the first three topics, they're, um, I guess, they're about, you know, us, what we should be feeling that makes us tap into that. Um, uh-huh. You know, how we how we tap into our intuition to know we're on the right track. You know, what are the feelings that we yeah. get? Why are we doing it? Because we get these amazing feelings that keep, you know, that just reaffirm to us that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, the next three yeah. blocks is really the the what do we do to to make it all work and and hang it all together. Yeah. So transformational alignment is um, it's about us. You know, it's about what we need to do to make sure the things that we do are feeding fulfilled purpose, appreciated value and change that matters. And we're not getting in our own way. That's really important. It's sort of like the professional development side of running a business. Um, And you know, all good business leaders, they they constantly renew themselves and learn more and learn more and learn more. So that's what we're talking about here. Um, And there's real business tools on how to do that really effectively. So we don't do, like we do, um, we do do sort of mindfulness stuff and things like that, but we're basing everything in real business concepts, business concepts that keep us aligned with what we're supposed to be doing. And the soul of business is filled with uh, little tools that help you to do this. And they're great, I have to say, audience, the the tools that are part and parcel of the soul and business are really helpful. Even if you've been in business for a while, they're incredibly helpful. I know because I've been doing them. Um, Damien, so the transformational alignment, then um, the next big chunk in the soul of business is um, abundance audience. And it's about the community that we serve and how we attract the right people. Do you want to tell the audience about what your um, what abundant or uh, getting tongue twisted today? What uh, your abundance audience chunk in the soul of business is? Yes, yeah, so abundant audience is basically are we serving the right people? Um, and that's all it comes down to. So the right people that we serve are the people that really value what we do. Now, the people that value what we do, the people that implement it into their lives, um, so they get the change that they need, and then they reflect the value back to us in an appropriate manner. Yes. So, you know, it's um, quite often we go down a path of serving the wrong people. 
Yeah. And we end up getting stuck on a handful of clients that chew up all our resources. And when that happens, it's because there's a value problem. They don't value what we do yeah. or there's an entitlement problem. They think that they're entitled to stuff, um, which isn't theirs to have. And, you know, both of those sort of things can, and, you know, quite often to be to be fair to them, when that happens yeah. in our business, it's because we've brought it into our business, we've let it in, either because of a, a yeah. value problem we have about our own stuff or it's a boundary problem or it's a fear problem. Yeah. They're probably the three things. Yeah. Fear, I need this cash. Um, geez, we went through a stage when we were looking at our books and we had a bunch of clients that had a, that were like three months overdue with their, their payments. Um, but we kept serving them because we liked the figures coming in and into the you know the bookkeeping software. Yeah. We need this revenue. We need this revenue, but we weren't ever getting it. So we kept yes. investing in serving these people that weren't valuing us by paying us, um, and the problem just gets bigger. Um, so and that's you know that was a, a pretty easy example to do with with money, but it's the same with time. You know, as soon as someone doesn't pay yeah. you. You're investing more of your time that you should be bringing more resources in, but you actually invest that time chasing money that should just be in your bank account. That's not good. Yeah. You know, people who feel entitled to things that they haven't bought, you know, you do a group yeah. session and people want to take that off to one-on-one -on -one coaching via direct messages. You know, that's yeah. a problem. So because yeah. that burns up time, but it also breaks down community. So, you know, the abundant audience piece it's really important about being aware of who you're bringing in, um, what that ideal person is, and how does that impact, you know, what you're trying to build in a point of view of legacy? What are you going to leave behind? Because if there's a blockage of resources, time or, or financial resources coming into your business, it's going to stop you from creating the thing that you should be creating. So that's why abundant yeah. audience is super important. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's about learning to say no or and along with learning to say no is to sometimes you have to um cut off clients that don't serve that underlying purpose of your business if they're not paying then they're not valuing you so they you need to work out a way to um cut them off from your business so that you can attract more of what you want, more of the clients that you love to serve. Isn't that right? No, 100%. It's, um, yeah, we, we can either. So the strength of your business is always in the clients that you reject, the people that you don't let be served. Yeah. So, yeah, and then yeah. the, you know, the triggers of who you should let go or, you know, you can re-educate them too, you know, with bad, bad yeah. clients you can re-educate. Um, but it's about boundaries. It's about not being afraid and it's about mm -hmm. saying no. And, you know, the yeah. triggers are entitlement of your time, um, entitlement to exist outside your parameters of trade. Um, yes. And just lack of gratitude generally, I think, because, you know, if there's a lack of value, if, they, if they, they've got a, a lack of sense of value for you, they won't be taking advantage of what you offer anyway. So you can you can see that. Yeah. I, they don't do their homework kind of thing. They don't do yeah. the exercises that they're supposed to do, or yeah. they don't take their their supplements, or they don't, you know, they don't do the, the follow the steps. That's exactly it. So, 
that all just shines through. And, you know, it's a simple conversation. Well, you haven't paid me. I, I can't work with you anymore. Or, yeah. you know what, you keep, you keep doing this extra time. I need to charge you more now. So, you know, instead of doing it in a group, you're doing direct messages, that's $150 an hour. Or you haven't done your homework, don't speak to me until you've done your homework. If it takes six months, that's when you come back to me. You just make rules and you, and you stick to your yeah. boundaries. And then people respect Absolutely. you more. And then there's space for you to bring more of what you, you desire yeah. into your life. Yeah. So that's abundant. The next... Yeah, and the next one is one of my favourites and the topic I love for you to talk about and I love listening to you talk about this is impactful legacy. Tell us yeah. about impactful legacy. So just before we do, what I want to point out is, yes. um, so I've just stepped back a slide. So when you get the yes. transformational alignment, when you get your, your stuff in the right place, and you apply that to an abundant audience, yeah. you see that's where we get the appreciated value. You've got this abundant audience and you value mm -hmm. yourself yes. and value everything you do. So those two together create this, this idea of appreciated value. Um, as we go to impactful legacy, um, you'll see that the, the fillers there, the fulfilled purpose is directly related between uh -huh. transformational alignment and impactful legacy. You know, if you create, so impactful legacy yeah. is, is creating something that's more than us. You know, we're here, yeah. we're living in purpose. What the gifts we have to offer the, the world are more than just us. They're supposed to make the world a better yeah. place. The world's not a better place yeah. if we leave nothing behind. What we've done is we've just served our time. So if yeah. we're here to make the world a better place, we have to leave something behind. And that's what Impactful Legacy is. Mm -hmm. What are the things we need to do to make sure this survives us? So if you think yeah. about us getting our stuff right, yeah. so much to the extent that we leave something behind, that's how fulfilled would you feel? You know, this, I've retired. I can, I can see this thing living beyond me. I've retired and I can see it. Everyone yeah. who's, you know, and they still use my name in the business because, you know, they've got that yeah. photo of me on the wall because I'm the, I founded it, <laughs> I started this. We don't have to do that. Obviously, that's, you see yeah. that on Netflix. But, um, but yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like the business yeah. remembers you fondly for years after you leave it. And I have yeah. a feeling with that. And it's something, and, it, and if your kids, Damien, decide that they want to go into business, then the, the, that's something that's transferable to them that then uh, creates ongoing journey um, and growth for them as well. Yeah, so this is one of the, um, you know, this is, there are so many different ways for a business to survive you, but... You know, one of the most beautiful ways is, you know, the mother passing her wisdom to the to a daughter and the daughter takes, yeah. you know, carries on the, the legacy to the next generation. All that kind of stuff becomes possible when we have the right structures in the world and the, and we've done things in, the, in a way that can be lifted and, and shifted onto the next iteration. Yeah. So, so that's what Impactful Legacy is about. And obviously, if you've got this thing that's going to survive you and that's being applied yeah. to an abundant audience... Well, how's that yes. for making change that matters? Yeah, yeah. You know, it just it moves Absolutely. from this idea of you know a a, 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 mass, a massage person hands on a body, you know, un un, un knot. Yeah, to yeah. like a a, a multi generational healing franchise reality franchise. That's it. But that's franchise is way beyond us. We're not in. We're not on one massage yeah. bed anymore. We've 
we're actually guiding massage beds throughout the world. You know, this is what we're talking about yeah. impactful. How do we make it more than us? So, yeah. you know, we are. And applying it to an abundant audience, people that value it, change that matters. Yeah. And it doesn't, it, that impactful legacy doesn't have to be huge. It can actually just be in the form of uh, a book about your particular techniques that work um, in releasing energy or that's a simplified um, legacy, but it's still impactful legacy, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, it's impactful legacy is about what we leave behind. Yeah. So when, when, when people have a traditional career, uh-huh. you know, we, when we work through corporate, what we, we don't really leave behind anything. What we do is we retire. And if we leave behind anything, yeah. it's property, it's a house, it's property, it's what's left in our superannuation accounts. It's uh-huh. not something that's going to exist beyond us. Um, and that's, yeah. that's oversimplified too. I know, you know, well, what about the education yeah. I gave my children so that they can do their part? Yeah, that's fine, but it's still not the same. It's not the same, this amazing thing yeah. that I've built that survives me. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty, pretty uh, good reason to keep working on this uh, journey in business, isn't it, Damien? Absolutely. Um, I want to switch now to talking about the other elements that surround the graphic and surround the framework of the soul of business. And the first of those is another one of my favourite topics, which is uh, manifestation. And the other way of looking at manifestation is kind of like goal setting, isn't it? It Goal setting on steroids. So what we're doing now is basically we've looked at why we do things and what what we want to bring when tapping into our intuition and what it feels like when everything's working right so we looked at that now mm-hmm. then we looked at what we need to do to make that work um so now we've got the rings on the outside of the um of this model here and this is this is basically the subject matter this is the the subject matter of the solar business coursework so with the seeker yes. course we go through each of these topics twice um first one's manifestation yes. You know, you'll notice that the, the, the language I use is very um, purpose work language, but behind each one is yes. very, very powerful um, business concepts, um, business concepts yes. that we can, that are presented in a way that we can actually use and it, it really um, enhances and amplifies our connection to what we're doing rather than switches yes. 100% to the left side of our brain and we're looking at data. We want to be maintain a real connection to what we're doing. So manifestation, that's, you know, basically in the business world, we'll call that a business plan, um, goal yeah. setting and a business plan. So, but goal setting business plan, what we're actually doing is trying to manifest what we want to bring to the world. That's yeah. what it's about. First one, yeah. it's create real strong intentions about what we want to do and connect them with a strong emotion and put them mm-hmm. in front of us every day so that we see it every day. Yeah. So that's what manifestation is. So let's create some real framework so we can you know, be really clear with our intention, put some real emotion behind it and connect with it every day. That's what we do with manifestation. Absolutely. And the next little piece um, that we talk about is mindfulness. 
And I remember when I was um, starting to do the um, seeker course in the soul of business and thought, how do we link mindfulness to business? But it works beautifully, Damien, the way that you explain it in um, the soul of business, how mindfulness links to business. Can you tell us about that? Yes, so mindfulness, so there's there's two parts to mindfulness, I guess. We do a little bit of mindfulness in every single topic. Um, And what that is, is simply about understanding why we we need to do this topic and understanding that though in a, you know, an emotional way. So getting a real connection, a feeling connection to why we're doing every element of the training. Um, And that's important. So we have little bits of mindfulness each, each time we try to get a feeling of, like, an, like just a, a negative feeling about what happens if we're not going to do this. So we can get, mm-hmm. we can understand how that feels and then um, overlay that with uh, or, or remove that and replace it with a feeling of, well, this is why we should be doing it and it feels good. So let's go and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's important. Like quite, I find it quite often it's important to actually feel that gap. You know, if we don't do it, when mm-hmm. if we do do it, because there's, it's not just quite often we go from a baseline to doing it. There's a small gap, but then, so we don't actually feel the full emotional impact of not doing things. Um, because yes. if we don't do stuff, it actually goes the other way. It doesn't keep us at that baseline. Um, yeah. So we do that, but then also, look, business is a roller coaster ride emotionally. It's it's challenging. It's one of those things you get such incredibly immense personal growth because, you know, it pushes every single trigger. I know. And what we usually do is we get stressed and burnt out. We don't actually sit in awareness as to what's going on. Um, And Mm -hmm. so often there are just tiny adjustments we can make and and those adjustments come through awareness. And when we we make those adjustments, um, the world becomes a better place and we sit in that... You know, we sit back into that place where we can make the change we need to change. So we, we spend some time specifically with mindfulness um, and usually, yeah. uh, so in, with the seeker training, one of them is specifically about imposter syndrome where we yes. understand where our self-doubt lies and create tools to, you know, transform that um, to something that we can that really doubt. use. Yeah, that's it. That becomes part of yeah. our toolbox for development, though. It doesn't become something that talks us yeah. out of doing things. We just use that to to recognise where we need to grow. But the other part, too, is like the other part's a bit more, here's a specific tool, and it's more about time because the way we use time is... Yeah, this is a good one. That, yeah, something that we're completely unaware about. And there's two things that top the way we use time does, and one is it impacts the way... Um, we bring value into our business and we serve. And the other thing it does is it impacts the way we feel at the end of the day. You know, it's so people don't get burnt out because they've got too much to do. People don't get overwhelmed because they've got too much to do. People get those get to those states of mental health because they're doing the wrong stuff. They're doing the wrong things. Yes. So what we do with, with mindfulness is we look at in the minutia what we're doing and how it impacts both the business and how it impacts our state of mind and make the adjustments yep. as we go in that way. So this um, the mindfulness session, the first mindfulness session, the guys that have gone through the training already, you know, it literally is chalk and cheese. I can see who did that session really diligently and who didn't. And that's probably one of the most yeah. impactful um, modules in, the, in the, the whole framework. There's a particular... 
I was just going to say there's a particular exercise um, in that section of the training that has a tool that is just fantastic and um, I keep going back and redoing it um, and changing yeah, I do it, every it and up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do it yeah. myself every three months. With everything I do, every three months I go back. It's called Your Time, Your Passion. Um, yes. And, I mean, the name of the tool tells you what we're supposed to be doing. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantastic tool. So if you just do the solid business to get that tool, I tell you, it's absolutely worth it. Um, moving on from mindfulness, the next part is called hearing your answers. What's this one about, yeah. Damien? So I think, you know, this is sort of similar to last week when we talked about the things we know mm. about the universe. And, you know, we know that, we know that we get at the, we get all the answers we need. You know, we get all the answers we need. We can, we can sit and put an intention out to the universe and we get the answers we need. Um, in yeah. business, this is more so than anywhere in the world. Like we, through reporting, you know, you don't have to go and wait for the universe to give you answers. You just have to, you know, lift the hood, basically. And, um, and, it, and you've got an answer, you know, like really, really simple yeah. things. How much money came into yeah. the bank account this week? That tells us something. Yeah. Is it enough? No? What am I going to do? So yeah. um, hearing your answers is really important. And, you know, us, with Seeker, we don't we don't go into in-depth financial reporting, things like that. Um, no. We look at some really um, meaningful things that can tell us a lot about how we're valuing our time, um, where yeah. we're, you know, where we're um, maybe chasing the wrong things. Well, we're chasing shiny objects rather than chasing the opportunities that really count. Um, so just real purposeful things that can help us today without getting us bogged down in the confusion of data. Um, so, but you know, it's so important and it's it's literally all there. If, if I have a challenge, I can, in any business, I can just go and say, well, this is the, the information I need and it will tell me my next step. Yeah. So really important. Yeah. Um, and then um, the next, we're going around the circle and um, the next component is um, around our... Um, yeah, surrendering your purpose. Surrendering. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> this is one of... So we're in abundant audience now. This is how do we attract the people to us that we're supposed to be serving, the right people. Yeah. And yeah. You know, in business... We call it marketing. You know, I don't understand but what... Surrendering to your purpose is so much better than marketing because marketing... It is. is I don't marketing. understand the word marketing. You know, I've been in marketing for 20 years and I just don't understand what the word means. I don't know where, where it derived from. Um, but, you know, in... No, in, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like it's meaningless. Like so much of the terminology in businesses, what does this mean? Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we have this concept with intentions, when setting intentions, that when we set intentions mm -hmm. we want to manifest, you have to surrender it. You can't hold on to it so tightly because you do that, you strangle it and it never comes. At some point you have to surrender it and you have yes. to wait for the universe to do its thing. Um, yeah. But that's marketing. That's what marketing is. We put our messages out and then we wait. We have to let it go and we've got to wait yes. to see what comes back. And so that's yes. what it was. So surrendering your purpose is a lot about how we present ourselves um to the world in a in a sense that we call marketing and what are the messages and 
you know, what's coming back and how do we refine that to get better and better results over time. So that's what we talk about, yeah. surrendering purpose. And it's about not just getting more clients, it's also about making sure we get the right clients. We get the ones yeah. that contribute to what we're trying to create, not just, you know, mm-hmm. there for a, an ounce of flesh kind of thing. That's right. But again, uh, surrendering your purpose is a much more apt description than marketing. Yeah. Well, that's it. We want, we've got something to give to the world. Let's put it out there and then we'll, we'll wait and see what the universe brings back. Yeah. And if we yeah. combine that with hearing our answers, this time we didn't get much back, then we can say, well, why don't we yeah. change this one word and see if that take, makes an impact. Yeah, yeah. Does um, test and try come into that that sort of conversation when we're talking about surrendering our purpose, that whole process of going to see if this works. If it doesn't work, then I need to try this. And that's that whole uh, just changing a message, a word in a message, a word in um, the way that you present yourself and your business. So I think there's, there's probably one phrase you've heard from me more than any other phrases, Tony. And that is no attachment to outcomes. Let's approach everything with a sense of curiosity. Yeah. So I think yeah. everyone's tired of me saying that, but that's what we do with everything. You know, if we're here to yeah. do our purpose, like we, we get tested. The universe tests us. How much do you yeah. want this? How much, how much do you yeah. actually believe that this is important? How important is it to you? Um, yeah. You know, how much do you believe in yourself? You can, we get tested all the time. Now, yeah. if we sit here and say, that didn't work. This is too hard. You know what? It's not even worth it because this one go at marketing didn't work. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. We know the universe tests yeah. us. No matter what we do, we get yeah. tested all the time. So we have to try different things. Yeah. When something doesn't work, the answer to that is, well, it didn't work. What do I try next? What do I try next? What do I try next? That's, and we keep right. trying. That's right. And that's never ending. And all of a sudden, whoa, what did I do then? That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. do more of that. Exactly. Right. Do more of that. Do more of that that works. Yeah. And um, you keep that as your control. Next... You keep that as your control thing yeah. and then um, you try to you keep still testing new things to try to beat that control set kind yeah. of that, the control element, but you never yeah. let go of that, that thing that's worked the best. You, yeah. you keep that forever. Yeah. And sometimes too, Damien, it's about waiting. Um, sometimes it's about waiting. So yes, we've done all that. It worked really, really. It was it was fun to do. Um, it, it felt really good. But then sometimes you have to wait, don't you? Sometimes the results take a period of time, and you have to keep going on with other things. And then suddenly, bang! There's the result. Yeah. yeah? So this is probably the thing that causes me most anxiety in my business life, and that's impatience. Yeah. Like I see how, yeah. things, how good they can be, but, um, and, you know, I'm just so driven to get to these spots, but it's yeah. not here, and you've got to wait, and, you know, you've got to yeah. do something, then you've got to wait, you've got to do something, and then, then the bank gets in the way. How annoying is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but this is it. So, but, yeah. you know, if we didn't actually... If we didn't actually, and I'm very, very aware of when I go down that path of just immense impatience. Um, but, you know, this I understand to- that. I absolutely understand impatience. Yeah. And I think that's why the universe causes me to wait because yeah, you know, they teach me patience. But, 
but if you didn't go through those impatient times and didn't go through the work, would you actually yeah. get the sense of fulfilled yeah. purpose at the end? I don't think we would. So I, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So right. what's the next element in? Circle. So next I want to talk about yeah. circle. And this is like a concept that we all have, particularly in our industry. We've got this idea of our, you know, our sacred circles or our sister circles or our men's circles, our brother circles, yeah. um, community circles, that whole idea of, you know, we get together with those closest to us around the community fire to discuss the issues we need to deal with. And this is something... Yeah. You know, as far as creating an abundant audience, this is something that we tend, it just happens, this is what I hear so, so often when we run through some ideas around using our circle to reach people in a better way, to reach our, yeah. the people we need to serve, you know, using those closest to us to reach um, the people who need us who don't know we're here. And, yeah. you know, this is as a, as, a, as a form of, you know, bringing people to us as a strategy or a method for doing this if we if we all did this right if we all did this properly we wouldn't need yeah. any other marketing strategy we wouldn't need social media if we did this one thing right like it's so big it's so powerful um and i mentioned last week i said tony at the end of every time you speak to someone in a business sense ask them two things do you have any ideas for me do you know anyone i should meet if we did that yes with, with every yeah. important meeting we would go so far. Yeah. Um, but when I talk about circle, I talk about two things really. And one is who are the people that we're aligned with already that are giving us, you know, they're connecting us with the people we need to connect with. And yes. the, problem, the problem is this happens all the time, but it happens intuitively. It's a thing that happens. It's not a thing we do. It, so we need to make it a habit in our business. We need to make it happen. We yeah. need to create structures that make this habitual so we're doing it every day. And yeah. one idea that I suggest to everyone is block out 15 minutes a day, 15, 20 minutes a day, and you do this for 15, 20 minutes every single day. Um, and the idea is that oh. where things work intuitively, you make it happen. You make it not intuitively. You don't, do it a th you don't have it as a thing that happens. You make it a thing that you do. So if everyone did... You know, yes. we call it partnerships at the start. The first time we uh, we talk about yes. a circle, we talk about partnerships. If everyone did partnerships um, deliberately, you, you, your business is a million dollars in 12 months. Basically, you, all of a sudden your problems aren't about bringing clients in. Your problems are all about managing the work. You know, your whole world changes. Yeah. But yeah. Doing, doing something like that, you know, having a close inner connection that you're going to make deliberately about building abundance feels like it's we're making our relationships transactional so people shy away from it which is insane because of what we're actually showing yeah. away from is living our purpose yeah 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 really so that's I, I, yes um i didn't realize how important circle was until I started doing the solar business um, seeker training and then started to realize that those yeah. partnerships that we create are immensely important. Damien, what's the next component? Right, the next one's tribe. And tribe is, what we do with tribe is we look at um, the people we serve and the people we can serve yeah. uh, to yeah. the to the edges of the world, basically. So all the people we could potentially serve, that's our tribe. In business, we talk about, we, we call it a database. What a lovely word to talk <laughs> about when we're talking about the people we want to help. 
and serve and bake cage with. Let's call them data. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's. So tribes about building a tribe, drawing people to us that we can serve. Um, and also, a lot of it's about there's a real wisdom that, that our tribe holds that we can get real guidance and direction from from their wisdom as far as interacting with us, but also about the needs they have. So we do a, a bit of work around tapping into our tribal wisdom and what that yeah. what guidance that gives us with what we need to do in business. Damien, what's some practical um, practical ideas around um, connecting with your tribe? All right, so one of the most common things that we find with people that are starting business, um, you know, a massage therapist has, uh, you know, people that do massage, you know, if, you, if you're going to get healing at a massage, you should be coming back every four weeks. Um, massage therapist is just starting doesn't quite often they won't book someone in for four weeks they've got this internal thing that says i don't want to force my stuff onto you you know i'm afraid i don't want to force my stuff onto you so what happens i get a massage and at five weeks i start tightening up again um yes. and then i make a phone call at six weeks because i was busy and it's nine weeks before or seven or eight or nine weeks before i actually get in to get my next massage yeah. because of the way time flows and you know, I've come back four or five times, and this is actually a real-life example for me. I've come back to the same yes. massage service four or five times, and I said to her, I said, why aren't you booking me in? You know, like, I yes. should be coming back every four weeks. And I'm not because you're not booking me in. Oh, I don't want to push my stuff onto you. I don't want to be pushy. And I'm like, well, you're actually, you're not not being pushy. You're being of disservice Making to my people. life easier. Well, if you book me in, you make me easier. You make my life easier. But I'm also getting yes. the healing that I'm supposed to be getting. I'm not actually. I'm, I'm doing start Correct. stop because you're not booking me in. So it's actually a disservice. I'm giving you money. I'm giving you my resources, yes. and I'm not getting yes. what I should be getting because you've got yes. this thing inside your mind um, that is stopping you from actually. What you should be seeing is Damien's come back four times. He likes my stuff. Yes. Tribal wisdom. He's yes. a repeat customer. He wants my yes. stuff. I'm not pushing my stuff onto him. I'm giving him what he's asking no. for. Um, yes. trouble. So how do I turn that into a habit? Is well, first I change my mindset. Damien needs this. He wants it. He, it it's important to him. Yeah. Change my it mindset. It keeps me. It keeps me healthy and yeah. uh, and and happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So change your mindset, and then you you put it. You align that with a habit, which is yes. Before he leaves that, before he walks out that door, he has to be, be, be booked in the next one in before he leaves. So the person, I explained this to that person and, you know, I could book in with her the next day when I explained it to her. Within yes. six months, I couldn't book yes. into her. I could not book in with her within three months. So that's the, impact uh... it, that's the impact it had on her business. And everyone was happier. And then she started yes. putting her prices up. <laughs> so that's how it works. But our tribes give us um, these clues all the time. They give us clues all the time. You know, unasked for reviews on Google. That's our tribe saying we've got it yeah. right. Assuming those their five yeah. star reviews. You know, people that keep coming yeah. back to your event. That's a you know a yeah. clue that you've got the event formula right. So what do you do next? If you, when your events keep booking out, what does that tell you? You know, we get these this wisdom all the time from our tribe. We just need to be aware of it. Take the next step. Make sure we always add the next yeah. thing when we got it right. Yeah. Um, Damien, the next uh, bit uh, ties into impactful legacy and it's about yeah. gratitude. 
Yes, gratitude. Um, I think we might be running out of time again today, Tony. We've got to I know. I'm looking at the here. clock going, oh, my God, we're running out of time and I so wanted yeah. to talk about this stuff. Um, All right, so, so gratitude for me, part of this is um, keeping us heart and soul in what we're doing and part of it is strategic. So first thing, let's talk about strategic stuff. We can leverage off the gratitude of our clients through things like testimonials, reviews, that kind of stuff to build our business. Yeah. That's an important strategy. Yeah. Um, and we all know that. We, we go through some really important structures on how to get those well, but also where to use them and how to use them. The bigger part for me, yeah. though, is, you know, we burn out and lead businesses when we feel unappreciated and when we, yeah. um, we feel jaded and, and all that type of stuff. And usually we do that because we, we lose gratitude for what we're doing or we're not recognising mm gratitude that comes to us we're not sitting in it when it comes we're not celebrating it yes so yes. a lot of what we talk about in this section is is creating you know structures and flows so that we feel gratitude when it's given to us and we feel appreciated um, but also we really we have to receive it. it you have to receive it but we also have to give it we have to give it to our business we have to give it to our progress you know we have to give it to what we're creating and, and how we're serving. So we, we look a lot at that because if we're sitting in gratitude, you never burn out. You know, you never feel overwhelmed. You know, you just love what you're doing. And when you when you yeah. feel appreciated, the same thing. You will never burn out if you're feeling appreciated. So yeah. that's what we look at with gratitude. And it's really important. Um, and there are basic things that we do that everyone knows about but no one does. So we just try to start doing those. Yeah. And they become habits within our business. Absolutely. Um, the next, <laughs> the next one is a really important part, and it's called being the change. So, being the change, I'll be short and sharp with this one because uh, what we yes. talk about is, you know, quite often we can we we forget the how we do stuff, how important it is. You know, the essence of what we do, how we make people feel in in our yeah. business, particularly if we grow and we start bringing people in. You know, people that we bring in to help us serve sometimes bring their own stuff in and it changes the way, the feel of what we do. So being the change is about profit culture in our business and leadership in our business. Yep. Leading yep. properly. So some really good structures yep. around that. We talked a little bit about the purpose promise last week. Um, it might have been the yep. week before. Another, um, another powerful tool within the solar business training finally brings us to alchemy and I love that you called it alchemy and it is yeah. as it says it's about turning lead into gold isn't it that's it so alchemy is is such an exciting word but it probably try, it, yeah. we try to capture all the the not exciting parts of business about <laughs> um, and that's like all the things yeah. that we, we have to do to make this thing real in the world as it is today so that's that's what we look at with the alchemy side of it. So, yeah. So it's um, I think the first week, well, the first time we touch on alchemy, for example, we, we look at the importance of doing of creating processes around what we're doing and how can we yeah. do that simple, time effective ways so that when we bring someone in to help, they know what to do because it's all they there. know what to do. Um, so yeah. alchemy is yeah, what are the things we need to do to ground all this in reality? So we have. If we walk away, we have three months holiday or we're sick for six months, something like that. Someone can actually pick the up and keep running. keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Alchemy. Really important component. Um, when it all comes together. We are... 
And it is power in the middle, Gold. That's all of business. Um, that was a quick overview of the framework around the soul of business. Um, and we are completely out of time because we've kept talking so passionately about this course. I'm passionate about this course because it it changes the way that you think about business. It changes the wording and it changes it into something that's palpable um, and feels better. And, you know, that that feeling you get around your business is important. Damien, yeah. thank you so much. The um, We will be back next week with another show um, on the soul of business with Damien Pabworth. In the meantime, I encourage you to jump on to the soul of business.academy and have a look at the outline of the training. It's incredibly helpful, particularly for people that are working in uh, the area of energy and the, as Damien says, your wonderful quote, um, we need more healers, energy healers, lovers uh, across the world. And if you're interested in doing something with the gifts that you have, jump onto the soul of business.academy and check out the training. Damien Papworth, thank you so much. We will be Thanks, back Amy. next week with another soul of business and hopefully we'll be able to keep to time. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Thanks, Damien. Bye for Thanks. now.